concrete shatter and the fireball flare. Perhaps he ran. He must have thought he had a chance. In his day, he'd been able to outsprint anything. But not this time. Joel Schumann's face appeared alongside all the others on the evening news, his name listed with everyone else's. A kind of fame had come at last to SolarTech's employees, but none remained to see it. Eddie Nelligan was not comfortable, but then that was hardly surprising. At the present moment, he was face down in a horizontal position, suspended some six feet above the floor of a helicopter. His arms were stretched out rigidly in front of him, his legs behind, with all four limbs securely clamped to the metal spine of a contraption that seemed to be the hybrid offspring of a hang glider and the shell of a tortoise. Further straps encircled his chest, waist, and thighs, keeping him in place so that no part of his body was visible below the protective curve of the shell. Didn't they have something like this in the old days? he moaned. I'm talking knights in armor and torture chambers sort of old days. I reckon they had these then. Not called skimmers, of course. More like the rack. This is just like the rack, yeah he informed the technician who was studying the arrangement alongside him. And you'd have been strapping me in then with a black hood on. I'm sorry, student Nelligan, the tech said. We need to adjust the tension of your skimmer just a little more. Adjust? You mean tighten, don't you? Say what you mean. And how can I be stretched out any more than I already am? The tech proceeded to show him how... Eddie felt his limbs tugged even more tautly as their confining clamps were extended fractionally further. Hey, that's got to be enough, right? I won't be taking out many bad guys with dislocated shoulders, you hear what I'm saying? Quit complaining, Eddie, sighed Bex Devereaux from the skimmer bay to his right. The tech's only doing his job. A little pain now could save a lot of pain later, Laurie Angel added from his left. Oh, that's very inspiring, Laurie, very nice, Eddie applauded, his hands rather freer than the rest of his body in order to operate the skimmer's controls set into the bar in front of him. Found that in the team leader's book of homespun clichés, did you? All right, student Nelligan, the tech finally nodded with satisfaction. You're set. We're all set. He spoke into his communicator. Airy 1 to Airy 2. Eagles are ready to fly. Drop zone in one minute. Don't you just love it when he speaks like that? Eddie said. Then the floor beneath him retracted, and the parched terrain of the desert seemed a long way down, and all that was preventing him from falling were the clamps and straps of the skimmer. You sure these are tight enough? he called. The tech grinned and activated the descent mechanism. The three skimmers were slowly lowered from the helicopter and through the hatch. The wind slapped Eddie's face like a girl he'd attempted to kiss. Hey, Laurie, Bex, he gulped. You reckon it's too late to put in for a transfer? At the Devereux College, many of the subjects on the curriculum were the same as any other school. Skimmer practice, however, was not one of them. Disengaging eagles... Eddie heard in his earpiece. Liberated from their parent, the skimmers dropped from the sky and plummeted earthwards. 
The lyrics from an old rhyme his grandfather had taught him fluttered across his mind. He jumped without a parachute from 40,000 feet, and he ain't gonna jump no more. Well, Eddie didn't have a parachute either. But he did have his skimmer's velocity and directional controls. Eddie pressed appropriate buttons. Instant response. The skimmer corrected its trajectory, transforming helpless plunge into purposeful forward motion, swooping low to the land and reminding its pilot exactly why it deserved its name. State-of-the-art computer sensors stabilized its height mere feet from the ground, automatically adapting to changes in the topography, enabling the agents of Devereux to streak into action at great speed and well below any enemy radar. Eddie glanced beyond Lori to where Ben, Callie, and Jake had joined them from Airy 2. All six members of Bond T.